This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen, and I am in the dark today, in the shade, um, just chilling out. But I have a Palm Beach County artist. And you guys know my first start in this business was music, was entertainment. And, you know, it's things have been able to blossom. So when I see great talent, and I'm like, wow, okay, I see Palm Beach representing... I have to highlight it, and she definitely has something. So she was so kind. She's actually a neighbor. She's just like right down the street, you know, that we could have did this in person, but maybe for round two. But Tara Casey, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm excited to have you here. And, you know, I want to give people kind of a vibe of your music because this music, I'm like, this is a mix between Tony Braxton and I can't find the other because, you know, it's a lot of it is heartbreak. So maybe yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking, um, uh, what's the one who always plays the guitar, um, tall white chick, um, whatnot. Um, what? That's the one. Yeah, I that's guess the that one. Sometimes. <laughs> I get that sometimes. It's funny because I don't sing country music, but I do love every single genre and I grew up listening to like everything. So I think that that's why people, that's why I get all different kinds of, um, all different kinds of celebrities when people are trying to like, you know, describe my music. They give me Taylor Swift, I get Janae Eco all the time. Um, who else do I get? Um, Sade. Because I have like that really like subtle voice, like um, soft voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Ariana Grande. People people say that my music is like like kind of like, you know, that hippie style. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I love yeah. all Yeah. And so uh, the question is, why heartbreak? Um, what in your life? You know, you look yeah. like a young lady and I know black don't crack. So, you know, why heartbreak? What is it about you that you can sing about heartbreak so much? Well, I'm only 22, <laughs> but um, I've had three um, serious relationships. And I don't know, I've always found like um, heartbreak to be the easiest thing to write about. Um, it's the best way for me to like express myself is through music. So I'm the kind of person though, like I'm the kind of girl, like you step on my toe. I've already written three songs about it. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, it's just so it's a it's a natural thing, and it's a way for you to vent, then. Yeah, exactly, exactly, okay. and I and I feel like mainly I feel like other people can relate. I feel like me expressing myself is the best way for me to reach other people because I feel like heartbreak is like a universal language. Like we've all been there, we've all been there, and it doesn't just have to be like you know romantic. It could be like a friendship, losing a friend, losing a loved one, you know, all of that. It's just it's just loss and pain and getting over it and building yourself back up. I think that it's just, I don't know, it's an art. Okay, are you single right now? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you something that maybe no one else 
may tell you because they're like, wait, we don't want to give her the game like that. But how difficult is it going to be for the next guy to come up in a relationship with you and know if he doesn't lift, you know, put the seat down or if there's something he does, you're going to have a song about him. Like, do guys ever worry about that? Like, hey, don't make a song about me. Definitely. (laughs) It's one of like the first things that happens is Cause like, I mean, my music's everywhere on like my Instagram and like, I'm an artist. So everyone always knows about it or finds out about it. And that is like, definitely one of the first things they, they mention. They always crack a joke like, oh gosh, don't put me in a song. I'm like, well, don't put yourself in a song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and I'm sure like, you know, most people in relationships and yeah. sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a negative thing. They find yeah. the same type of characteristics in another person. So yeah. it's like, you know, I'm, I'm sometimes you're dating the same person over and over again. And you're like, how does this happen to me? But you're attracted to what you're attracted to, right? That's true. And I think I'm big on like um, self-development and spirituality. And I honestly feel like um, if you're like attracting the same kind of person over and over it's probably because you haven't, you know, there's like this little thing in, within you that you haven't really overcome yet. You know, you haven't, you, you just got to take that leap. You got to get over like that one thing because I've actually dated um, guys who told me that they like would end things with a girl because she had this and then they would get with somebody else and it would be kind of like the same thing. And I just feel like, I don't know, you kind of have to like to each its own, like everyone's on their own journey. I feel like that plays a huge role in like, the people that you end up with. No, definitely, definitely. But what we're finding is, you know, folks are jumping into things and, and maybe it's not a new thing. Nothing new is under the sun. You know, yeah. I, I my, my family comes from the South and, you know, I've gotten the warnings coming, being from California before you go down South, hey, make sure you get their last name because, you know, grandfather was a rolling stone. So, you know, nothing is new. And, but sometimes people keep making that same mistake. Like you said, they haven't got over yeah. or they're used to a certain type of sometimes abuse even, uh, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. So your, your music, what stage are you in? I mean, it's COVID time right now, but are you able to do shows online? Are you able, have you touring before that? What stage were you in in your journey? Okay, so I didn't really start performing until like not the summer that just passed, but the summer before that. Um, And I was like on a roll, but then COVID hit. And since then, um, I haven't performed since COVID, I don't think. But I like have literally just been, um, you know, setting things up to get back on stage because, you know, you can't hide out forever. (laughs) But that's one of the things I'm really, really looking forward to because Um, I love performing, but I still, you know, I always get butterflies, always get nervous. So I'm working on, you know, getting more comfortable on stage, getting more comfortable with different kinds of crowds. Cause like I sing like, you know, in different areas, there are different kinds of people, different vibes. So by learning how to like um, connect with every kind of audience is really one of the things that I want to learn to do. Okay. And, and you're doing it. I mean, your videos, um, I, I like them. I watched them, you know, and I watched them all the way, way through. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling, it. especially that, that last one. And just warning folks, if you go to that last video, you know, don't have your kids around, um, listen to it by yourself because I mean, she, she goes there. I mean, you know, she it's, it's full blown, um, expressing 
herself. Now you're an independent artist. And one yeah. thing that I'm, I'm shocked about that there's not like a Palm Beach County, you know, breakout artist that has been able to put other people on. I mean, Miami's the closest thing that we can yeah. think of. So, you know, are you independent by design? Are you looking for a deal? See, I was actually independent by choice for since I started. Um, now, within I would say within the past, like the last three months, I've been looking for a label and I've been in contact with some people like great labels, you know, really big labels, but I'm just trying to make sure that I don't, you know, jump into anything. And I'm really just trying to, I don't want to do anything out of like desperation. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that it's the right fit and that I'm keeping my options open so that I can really make the right choice. But yeah, that's my main thing right now is I'm looking to get signed. Um, so yeah, that's my next step. Okay. Okay. I'm from the Dame Dash school of things. You know, if you're going to use the label to jumpstart your career and, hey, I got a two album deal. Okay. <laughs> but what are, what are you looking for from a label? Really? Um, the push. Um, I want to be able to reach like um, a vast audience. That's hard to do on your own. You know, obviously I have an Instagram that helps um, with publicity. I'm also like a model. So working with other photographers is also great. You get posted on different pages and stuff. Um, um, but yeah, mainly the push and then also um, help with um, image. So obviously I have my own unique style, but I definitely want um, help with, you know, molding um like a like a character <laughs> okay like, and it's a, a signature look to like everything okay and it's and you have you know such a girly girl style I, I i dig it in the times of where everyone's just kind of busting it wide open right <laughs> doing all type doing all type of surgery so eventually yeah. it's like the twilight zone everyone's gonna look the same and then no one's gonna stand out yeah. and 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 so you know i i can see it and and i feel it and so that's what you want the the label for H how much research and and this is for the audience to really learn what yeah. have you done to like educate yourself on, you know, what a label can do for you and the pros and the cons of having a label? The best thing that I do, the number one thing that I do, which kind of like goes without saying is I pay very close attention to all of their artists, not just the ones who are big, but the ones who are small and see what they've actually done for them. Because it's not just about, you know, putting an artist on a contract for two years so that they so that you can, you know, keep them on lock. It's, have you actually helped them? What have you done? I like to see progression. Um, and don't be afraid to reach out to artists who are with certain labels. I know it's kind of like intimidating, but at the end of the day, they got reached out to just like you got reached out to. So essentially you're the same two people. Just ask them like, you know, how, did, how do you like this label so far? Like how, you know, any tips, how they helped you, um, yeah okay do do um have you do you have any help as far as you know maybe your father was a musician uncle cousin and you kind of have been able to see how you know they've navigated through the system um no <laughs> the short answer is no i am young mc's niece though <laughs> you know young mc bust a move that guy yeah. um 
also my cousin was just on the voice like this was actually like a couple years ago I think now so I have like you know friends um family members who like here there here and there like dabble in the industry but I don't have any help really it's just me um I kind of just figured it out on my own um but a lot of my friends kind of got to where they wanted to be way before I did so that was awesome I have friends who were like really really um experienced really talented um way ahead of me in the industry so I'm always just you know learning from them it's just insane how talented they are um yeah I'm just blessed to you know have the right people in my circle okay what do you think how has you know local radio um in southern Florida treated yeah. yourself and independent artists is it something where you can you know even submit music to get on to a program director or are they just so tied into you know the top 40 uh hits depending on that you know station's format I think it's relatively um I don't want to say easy <laughs> because there are so many artists out here um but it's anyone's game you know what I mean like it's possible it's just not it might not be, you know, one, two, three, but it's possible. Um, I have had more success um, with other local radios like um, Texas, Detroit, um, Boston. So, yeah, <laughs> because, you know, the competition is not as, you know, um, intense out there so florida's obviously you know there are a lot of artists out here so everyone's competing for that that radio play okay so you've been able to get on local radio um which yeah. is which is great because so many artists you know complain like local radio won't play me i'm not in the you know the circle whatnot what do you think that you've done has it have you targeted like the college radio stations for because they always are looking for new music you know to break what have you done differently? Um, through connections, um, some of my friends who were played by certain radios, I just asked them, hey, like, can you give me the name of this person? And boom, just, you know, reached out to them. Also, when I first started, when I dropped my first single, That's My Baby, um, I had um, people reach out to me and that's just like, it just happened. Like they just reached out and they were like, Hey, we want to play your song on the radio. Can you send us a copy? Blah, blah, blah. And that's how that happened. And I literally kept those same connections. So every time I drop a new one, I'm like, Hey, I got more music for <laughs> and, and how often do you drop music? Um, okay. So up until this year, I was dropping music like, like pretty much one single a year which is not good not good enough but this year I actually dropped two albums because I was like you know what I need more volume so I'm really gonna put my focus and attention into this and yeah I was able to come up with two albums thanks to you know the people that I work with they're so awesome they helped me put the whole thing together and it's just yeah it's just a lot of songs <laughs> for one short period of time I dropped one in March Hers Truly, and then Hers Truly too. I just dropped in August. Cool. Now, you said you also model. So is yeah. the uh, modeling paying for the music, 
or are you at a point where the music is paying for the music where, you know, whatever I make in the music, I can then go mm -hmm. put in for my studio time? Or do you have to also have, you know, a, a job or, some, you know, some other form of way to pay for studio time and mm -hmm. videos? So I haven't really been modeling that much these past few months. Um, when I was, it would have been, you know, more than enough to cover like um, production and then music vi visuals and stuff like that. Um, I'm also, I get off really lucky because I just, I work with people who believe in like me. So I don't always have to pay for everything. I have people who just want to, you know, um, contribute their time and their talents into like, you know, helping me with things. So that's also like a blessing. So yeah, it just works out. <laughs> so you you found what every artist, you know, I, I'm a consultant and a publicist and starting, you know, in the entertainment industry, artists, big, small, whatever. Hey, work with us. When we blow up, you blow up type mentality, yeah. which has never worked because when you blow up, you forget about, you know, everybody is what we would tell the artist but you found yeah. a team and 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 that's a beautiful thing because mm -hmm. that says something about you uh, you know that you're not just um you're just not a a, a customer these people have real love for you yeah. and you know that that's something to you know always remember and and again when you do blow up mm -hmm. you can't take everybody with you Mm -hmm. But the fact that you can do something for some people and it doesn't even have to be, you know, publicized, because I think a lot of times people, when you do blow up, they have your their hands in your pocket. Like, mm -hmm. hey, so how, how do you awesome. how, Yeah, no, how do you, you know, deal with that and like maybe kind of telling your team in your progression what yeah. you're going to do for them in the future or, you know, right now. Hey, I'll cook you a meal right now for this studio time. I wash your car. You know, what, what do you do to prepare them for that? Well, see, the thing is, I'm already like, I take a very, very um, good, I, I give a lot of attention to the people who, you know, support me. Like, I take that very seriously. So even just with the people that I've been working with recently, like, um, you know, my last two albums, um, like every time an artist would ask me, hey, you know, where do you work? I'm like, I got, I got the people for you. Like I got the guy and, you know, so I, you know, put them back on. <laughs> it's only right. But I always, like, I've always known that, you know, once I get um, able, I would always put my friends on. Like, it's just, it's only right. Um, and I mean, there's always little things you can do. Like there's, there's, there's so many little things you can do. Like, up, like it's just it could be as small as you know upgrading their equipment if they don't have the latest mic they don't have the latest whatever send it to them like that's just I don't know something right <laughs> no definitely so many so many you know tweeting people out giving them you know when you have yeah. to build out your team and saying look I don't this the record label won't let me use your studio right now. But what I can do is bring you into their studio and, you know, I got to use their producers, but I can put you in this circle be, because that's so important. And we're seeing that with apps like Clubhouse. I don't know if you're on Clubhouse or not. I've never yet. heard of it. Okay, um, I'll send you a link on it and you can see, but it's one of these things, these new apps, it's invite only, you have a lot of celebrities, but the real jewel in Clubhouse is you have a lot of radio people, a lot of TV people, and you know, when you become part of Clubhouse, you only get one invite. 
Um, and so I've seen Facebook groups work like that, that I'm a part of where they don't let everybody in They're private groups and they only want, you know, 20,000 of the best publicists, the yeah. best consultants in the game, yeah. because, you know, there, there's a certain level where we're, we're, we're playing at. Um, but you, you'll be in there soon enough because folks are gonna be like, hold on. Um, we, we hear the music, we need her. And it's just kind of magic how circles work. And it's, you know, good people refer good people. Yeah. So that that's what it is. Now, we, how is Palm Beach County and the rest of South Florida, you know, how do they treat the artists? Are there grants for artists? Are there shows that artists can easily get on and perform? How, do, how does that work? There are definitely shows. Um, I know a lot of groups who put on shows. I have a friend who puts on, you know, shows in Miami. Um, they're like, you don't always even have to pay for the slot. Some, there are a lot of free shows. Um, I used to perform at um, a local restaurant um, on, is it City Place? I think it's on, I think it's in City Place or like downtown West Palm. Um, they had, you know, a stage, it's like an open mic kind of vibe, but they're definitely like, they're local shows that go on all the time. Okay. And, and that, you know, artists, especially, um, you know, black, black and brown artists can get on. And I'm going to emphasize black with the, the rap, because I know at like the flea market, I yeah. see, you know, um, the um, Latinos and Afro Latinos, they can get on stage anytime they want, as long as you speak Spanish. But for those who don't speak Spanish, you know, even if you're an Afro Latino and you don't speak Spanish, where can you go where people will say, hey, you're welcome. Um, mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear that the community is supporting the arts. And, and are there, you know, big, um, you know, clubs out here? I, I mean, I've been here four months during mm -hmm. COVID. I have no idea. I'm not going to nothing big. I'm in the house. So are, are there, you know, a big club that everyone's like, we got to get on and, you know, perform there and we've made it. Um, see, I don't even know that much about clubs because I'm such a homebody, but there is one. Let me think if I can remember the name of it. Hmm, I want to say it's called The Loft. Um, but I know that people, that artists can um perform there but I think that if you don't have a certain level of you know um clout then you'll have to probably pay um but I mean getting on pay like paying to perform alongside another celebrity it's probably worth it yeah there's always you know um a, a reason to be able to pay somebody and um it's you know it's not a bad thing. Um, you know, if you're not willing to pay, you're probably not ready for this game because yeah. you <laughs> invest investing in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it, if you won't invest in yourself and you always want someone to invest in you, then you're not ready for this entertainment game. It's a fun game, but it's also a very dirty game. Do you already have your goon squad for when you do have, you know, you're booked out for half a year, a whole year, and you're doing yeah. deals. Do you have your goon squad that can go collect your money from shady promoters and all that? Yeah. <laughs> um, are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking. I'm asking you. Yeah. Um, I've never been any in any situations where I had like an issue um, with that. Um, when I've performed, I have 
pretty much just helped um, fill the room. And there was always like um, a, basically like a site that you can like see who likes, who attended like through your link or like because of you. And luckily I've worked with like, you know, respectable people who weren't shady. Okay, okay. Well, give the game for, for the link. Someone's out there like, what link is that? I've been getting ripped off for five, seven years, you know, and yeah, well, yeah you know, get, yeah. we. So you get, like, you'll get a link and you can either put post it on your story and say, oh, swipe up, or you can put it in your bio. And then whoever held the event should be able to see, like, how many people bought through your link and then ask them. And if you want proof, say, okay, well, can you show me? <laughs> can you show oh. me? Because, you know, you don't want anybody to rip you off like, oh, 10 people and it was 13. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the name of the software, the app or, that does that? Um, event, Eventbrite. Okay. You yeah. guys have got, got the game. You know, we, we want to make sure you don't get ripped off. And I say that because coming up, it's you'd be surprised how many people have, don't know what Eventbrite is or don't know, you know, how to even work an Instagram story, but, and, and they've been just kind of um, ripped off. And I've done this so long where I've just kind of seen it all and say, I wish I would have known you then, or I wish you would have, you know, hired us, you know, prior to being ripped off, you know, because a lot of, a lot of times young artists, especially they hear Universal say, I'll give you, I'll give you a, I'm sorry. That's how you know this is a real show, you guys, and not a whole bunch of you know, um, you know, scripted stuff. But um, people, I've seen people get deals with Universal only to be shelled, and then they're like, they won't let me come out with a new album. Well, you signed the deal without any guidance, without you know the right entertainment attorney or the right manager or agent. So I, I just love to to share that game now. Music is great. Is it your only love, though? Do you see yourself, you know, going into acting after music? And tell me about that. Music is my only love, but um, I like other things in the industry, too. So modeling, um, I really like. But sometimes when I, you know, it becomes kind of like overkill if you work yourself too much. Because um, I love pictures. I love memories. But when it comes to, like, just constantly taking photos, sometimes you can, like, sit there and question yourself like why am I doing this you know who is this benefiting um yeah I feel like I need like substance where I work um but I've done like commercials but I've never had a speaking role but that is something that I've been wanting to do is get in, more into acting and be on like an actual series so okay definitely. <laughs> okay now if you got a speaking role yeah. Would you then, do you have any like writing, you know, maybe goals to say, I don't want to just speak. I want to kind of create my own thing because I have characters or a storyline. Yeah. Is that something that you, you know, uh, plan for in the future? I would definitely want to help co-write my own character if I was ever um, given the opportunity. Um, I used to write books all the time. Like when I was younger, I would write music, but I would also write like stories. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I will tell you, um, I don't know if you've ever uh, heard of the N-A-T-P-E. 
and you can type into your um, website in uh, your Google domain NATPE and yeah. it's um, ha have you heard about that? Nope. Okay, check that out because it happens, you know, right down the street in, okay. in Miami. Yeah. every year it's going to be virtual this year so i'm not telling you to do it because i didn't like the last event they did just a few yeah. months ago okay, for okay. someone new but everybody in tv goes to the natpe and mm -hmm. you will meet all the characters behind the scenes yeah. um and it's i mean everybody you could imagine it, it's just a beautiful event whenever this stuff you know opens back up and we don't have to wear masks i will probably be the first one in the door again because it's just a great conference to go to it will change the game if you're interested in tv and yeah. it, it it's been going on longer than you and i have been alive and people have made their whole careers off the contacts that they made That's conference awesome. yeah conf conferences make the difference in okay. in this if you go to music conferences, like, have you ever been to South by Southwest? No. Okay, write, write that one down too. SXSW, just Google it. Um, you you want to go there. I'm going to message you and ask you for all of these things again. I def <laughs> I'll definitely, I'll send it to you um, in the DM as well. Don't, don't, don't worry. But I, I, I just, you know, when you write it down, it's something different about your brain and it will like keep oh, you, yeah. you thinking know, so about it. Writing everything in my notes. Um, that like, I'm so used to typing it instead of writing it now. Yeah. Yeah. But you type so much. And so, you know, to, to each his own. It's more but, casual now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how life is. And it's just, you know, the progression of, um, technology and how things are going but south by southwest is something right now you could say hey i want to perform um mm -hmm. whenever things open up again because it'll probably be canceled uh for next year again mm -hmm. which yeah. is unfortunate but that comp that conference is a party like yeah everybody you could imagine is there they're on the street they're performing yeah. inside the restaurants they're performing so awesome it, it it's amazing so i, I just I, I can see the the growth and the time that you've put into your work and so i, I know the win is gonna come it's it's gonna you're gonna yeah. win <laughs> now are you from palm beach county no i'm from connecticut so i moved to florida about five or six years ago now Okay. Okay. Connecticut. What, what part? Um, I used to move all over. So I've lived in Rowayton, Greenwich and Weston mainly. Hey, you guys, for those who are like, where does she get her money from? She just told you where she grew up. That's where that, that you got longevity money. Uh, she has Vince McMahon, you know, WWF, WWE money. I, I know that um, place uh, very well. Um, and yeah, very well. Growing up, um, Westport, Connecticut was my um, spot, my duck off when we wanted to get out of Manhattan. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, wow. you know. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone as cool as you even living there. <laughs> no, no I didn't. I got out. <laughs> no, I, I didn't live there. Um, okay. So I, I was I was off the porch at a very young age. So I was like 15, 16. Okay. I would go with I'm going to call her a family friend um, just for, you know, I, I don't want to put too much of the business out there, but I was allowed to go to New York whenever I want it. 
And once I saw the differences with, with, you know, my, um, my Spaniard family, Mm -hmm. I would be able to, um, get clue tapes. And so she was a girlfriend. Let me just throw it out there. She was a girlfriend. (laughs) I'm going out, I'm going out there with my girl. I'm going out there with my girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Her father had a place in New York. He also had his main house also in Connecticut and I would, you know, go do what I got to do. But I, you know, we all, nobody was broke and it was just a different type of life, you know, out there to be in a limousine and go everywhere. It doesn't mean anything, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just part of the life. You do that in California, people are going to think you're selling, you know, rocks. It's like, Hey, the the new drug dealers in town. That's funny. I had a similar setup growing up because I was born in New York. I was born in the Bronx and my family, like my mom's side still lived there. So I would go visit them on the weekends. And I think that's like one of the things I'm really grateful for also is just being able to not be like limited to one certain, you know, lifestyle, just experiencing like life in general. Because I think like going to college was probably a huge just culture shock for my friends because it's just like, imagine like staying there the whole time, like my town was super boring. I love my hometown, but it's just, you know, super boring, not that many creatives, very um, status quo. Okay. Okay. And so you you um, are coming out of your shell, actually, you know, when you came to Florida yeah. and getting out of all yeah, of that. I'm completely out of my shell now. So, <laughs> But when I came, yeah, um, it was, you know, an adjustment. Okay. And, and so Florida, Florida is home. What, why did you say Florida? Um, why did I say Florida's home? Yeah, no, like, why did you relocate? Like, why Florida? Yeah. Why did you, you know, come to Florida? Well, actually, um, we had already been vacationing here on my dad's side. We would always vacation here. Um, and then when I was in like seventh grade, my mom moved from New York to Florida. And then when I was about 16, when I was turning 16, I came to live with her. And so I've just been here ever since. <laughs> so she came first. Okay. Okay. Didn't know if there was like maybe an opportunity and you're like, Hey, there was an opportunity that, you know, I, I found. So I'm, well, I'm glad. I definitely, for the- did. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did. Now, have you looked at your music and taking it overseas? Huh? No, I don't think I've ever thought about that. Okay. And I asked that because doing music, what we would find is, you know, when I would take um, my first client was Ken Ivy, aka Pimping Ken, and we would sell his DVDs for $20 mm-hmm. here, you know, through the, throughout the South. I go yeah. on the West Coast, I could get maybe a little more. But when I would go to London and go through Brussels, and they'd be like, wait, you guys got this American entertainment, we could sell it for, you know, $40 and up a DVD. Yeah. And, and and we could then do the same thing with the music. And I'd be like, you know, I'm just, you know, hand to hand with it, because I'm from Oakland. So hand to hand, we got to talk with our, our, our people. Um, and the music has more value sometimes, especially if you're the artist or if you're, you know, part of the project. So I was just wondering, because many artists, once they, you know, blow up, go platinum, and then you don't hear from them again, it's because they are in Europe, they're in Asia, they're in South America, and it's kind of a game, it's a shuffle system. So yeah, just just wondering if you have gotten there yet. I, I promise you, you take a trip, do a little five country tour through Europe okay. with a, a company like 
I went through efcollegebreak.com and you don't have to be in college, right? Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) So you don't have to be in college to to go on it, but they have some, you know, very reasonable price places. Go through five countries, go explore, get your mind and find a new, you know, reason to write a song, but Mm -hmm. also sell your music or sell yourself and say, hey, I'm here. What club is this? I can come back here, you know? What, yeah. What's the show? You know, this is my fee. And make sure yeah. you get paid, you know? And they they put a deposit down. But that's the type of American privilege we get when we go overseas. Wow. See, I didn't yeah. even know. <laughs> yeah. You could try the same thing with uh, the Caribbean. Um, it's not as the same thing that I've had an experience with but you can kind of um yeah I assume it'd be a little different (laughs) yeah yeah because they come over here so often and you know people go back and forth on a on a good day you know so but what what tell the people where they can find your music where they can connect with you how they can connect with you and what you'll be doing in 2021 and beyond um you can find hers truly and hers truly too on Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, literally everywhere. <laughs> um, if you want to check out any of my music videos, you can find my YouTube channel on YouTube at Tara Casey. It's Casey with a K. Um, if you want to connect with me, give me a follow on Instagram, ask for a follow back. I gotcha. Um, and for the future, um, I will be re- releasing a new music video soon. Um, and I'm going to, you know, I'm on my search for a label, so there's that also. <laughs> okay, a legitimate label, you guys, that can actually, you know, help her because someone will watch this and say, or listen to it and say, oh, I got a label I made up last week. You know, legitimate label, that means you got some money um, to invest into her project. And I'm going to end this with asking my signature question, you know, for the success that you are having now and that you're going to have in the future, what is a community give back that you are doing now or that you plan to do in the future? Oh, that's such a good question. That's such a good question. I always felt like, because I get messages from young girls all the time and I'm just extremely flattered by it. um, I've always just felt like anyone who supports me, anyone who's on my team is literally part of my family you know what I mean like people who support me and listen to my music and are always on it that's just it's just it amazes me every time like I wasn't even expecting the amount of support that I got from my albums but with that um, I've just always wanted to be motivation I've always wanted to be inspiration I've always wanted to um, show people that they can achieve anything that they want. And it's not just, it doesn't, it's not just music and it's not just me setting an example. It's me like actually communicating with you and you actually believing in yourself because, you know, these people believed in me. So I've always just felt like anybody who's with me, like my followers, fans, supporters, whatever, taking them to the top also. And I just feel like, um, I just want to be able to give back in any way. Like, I don't think there's not really like a specific, I don't see myself as, you know, somebody who's going to like limit um, themselves to like one thing. I just want to be able to like give back as a whole. So I just feel like pretty much anything, I'll always just be um, open to giving where I can. Awesome. Awesome. No, that's, that's a beautiful thing. 
I thank you for coming on, you guys. We're going to take this conversation offline. You have been blessed by the game. Make sure you check out her music, subscribe, like, and share her music, as well as this episode, wherever you are listening or watching. Be blessed. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.